The House of Hades, Chapter 57, Jason. Jason wasn't sure what to hope for, storm or fire. As he waited for his daily audience with the Lord of the South Wind, he tried to decide which of the gods. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Suck so much. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I literally hate both of you so much. Um, <clears throat> um Ava, the other one. <laughs> how how are ya? To quote, oh, I was the other one. Yeah. Do you think you thought it was a qualifier about Ava? <laughs> no, I just didn't understand that you were also addressing me in the. Go ahead, Ava. How are you? Well, to quote Seneca and Ted Hughes, I am gutted with the plague. Um, I have somehow contracted... No, I know exactly how. I have contracted a really brutal fucking cold. Um, And I do think I've given it to most of the people I know. Um, But also, a lot of other people had it. But it was destiny that we were all going to get this thing. Um, And it's really brutal it kind of knocked me flat for like four days but i woke up this morning and i was able to breathe which is very cool um yeah i'm i'm okay i'm less stressed than i have been because uh processes have been ending and such um see i'm kind of vibing yeah we're seeing wakanda forever tonight um and so i'm extremely excited about that so slay slay yeah you? The other one? The other one's doing all right. Um, <laughs> definitely getting a cold, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get through it. I had soup for dinner, Word. Uh, which is basically what, the best uh, What kind of, of soup? That's so important, Eve. <laughs> the best kind of soup. And it's Progresso Chicorina soup. For I, all those I, nice and yeah. Brayden doesn't look too pissed off about that. I, I, I have to be honest, as a gluten-free identifying person. Identifying. Um, <laughs> I mean, I actually like have a, have medical issues that I can't consume gluten. My body won't process it. So I guess, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm, I can't eat most canned soups. Uh, so I uh, could not tell you what you're talking about. <laughs> it's really And as a vegetarian, I, I don't know it. It's, um, it's a... Uh, it's got little pasta ball, like little teeny, teeny pasta balls. Why are they balls? <laughs> Girl, I couldn't tell ya. You got bigger But it's like the kind of pasta that's in Italian wedding soup, but it's not mm. Italian wedding soup because Italian wedding soup has, has a sausage. lot. You also like Italian wedding soup, though. I love a good Italian wedding soup, but specifically the canned one is like a little too much basil. Um, and like me. spinach and stuff, like too much, too much soggy green. Um, but Chikorina doesn't have as much that, and <laughs> it has little meatball, and it's really good. Do y'all... So basically I'm better now, because soup just makes you better. I also have taken, like, Advil and Emergency, which has made me feel a lot better. But sure. the soup, I think, was the biggest thing. You two specifically. Do you... Who, who else are you talking... Who else no. would you be talking to? No, I mean <laughs> specifically within, like, the scope of, like, the people that we're friends with. Do you two, I guess mostly Neve, 
But you apply to this as well. Do you two like tomato soup like a lot? No, I don't. I, I don't really hate tomato soup actually. Haley, you two are both tomato soup coated. Oh. <gasps> I mess with a tomato soup with grilled cheese. Okay, this is actually gonna sound crazy. I don't know. This is I. I've never experienced other people who do this. I don't like tomato soup. I dip my grilled cheese in ketchup. You're fucked up. Oh my god, that's so fucking ew, Brayden. You disgusting. Cold ketchup. Oh my god. <laughs> that's cold, bad. nasty ketchup. Just eat grilled cheese by itself. God. Someone else has to have done that. Well, I guess we'll find out. Satan. Please like, let us know because. But I hate tomato soup. Dang. Why? Yes. Why make warm, Just, yeah. thin tomato sauce but taste bad? Yeah, exactly. I, but no, I agree with that. I don't like tomato soup either. But you two are both tomato soup coated. You need more than Brayden. Thanks. You're Some real <laughs> good soup that, like, I can't really get in the canned version. It would require me to make it myself, which I'm not going to do that. But, like, a good, like, potato cheddar or, like, yes. broccoli cheddar. Broccoli soup. cheddar. Yeah. No. Delicious soup. But the canned version's just... You have to make it yourself. Yeah. So the, I, I default to canned versions when I have a sickie. Mm. So I don't have to put the work in. But like a good homemade yeah. potato soup. No, yeah. One of my favorite soups in the entire world. Actually, my favorite soup in the entire world. One of my favorite meals at home is my mom makes this amazing potato cheddar soup. And it is just godly. And I put hot sauce in it. And mm. it's just so fucking good and like if i bring it back to school as i sometimes do after breaks um because i love it that much i'll I'll make sure to host a feast (laughs) i just like there are a couple different soups that i I get down with i like um i mean when i used to eat meat like i mean like a good chicky noodle right it's like you can't go wrong with chicky noodle every day i wake up and i miss double noodle but i can't eat fucking double noodle because of the chicken broth yeah it's the it's the that that is the one thing that the veggie vegetarians can't do better is broth. <laughs> broth. Vegetable broth is so different. It's yeah. It's like it's just different. It's it, very it lacks the fat. Yeah. But yeah, I but like that's what it is. but I also like a good like harvest vegetable soup. Yeah. Is always good. Like also a chili. Is if chili counts yeah, as soup. I like chili too. It's, it's, yeah. Like a vegetarian, I would say normal chili, I feel like I'm hesitant to call soup if it has like meat, meat in it. Meat in it. Yeah, it's no. basically but just like, the ground. But like a good vegetarian chili is a soup. I think it's like a cousin agree. of a soup. Yes. I guess it's its own category. But right. it's like once you add the, spi- but like there are spicy soup. Right. But I think that chili still Ooh. is cousin. Is it thicker? Chili is like a stew. Controversial yes. opinion. Yes. Miso soup. Is so good. I'm gonna nope. kill you. Absolutely, yeah. get out. It's so good. You have clearly never. Had no, don't touch me. Reason. No. Bad soup. No. <laughs> no. What this the is... actual fuck? I come into your home Guys, and like, you attack me. This is like friendship ending. Oh my right? god! Because there is the nothing better on this planet than miso soup. No, I agree. It's too salty. What? No. No. Nothing is too salty. I put salt on it. You're not eating the right miso soup. Though. No, you are not. I've Restaurants, multiple restaurants, and every time I try it, I'm like, maybe where? Give me their address. <laughs> Let's talk to them. No, they're all in New Jersey. You if them. you boo, if you next time you go to New Jersey, oh, I'm gonna get miso soup on our way home after this. Me too. 
<laughs> if you um, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> if you, boo, not me either. <laughs> if you were gonna say that you didn't like miso soup for its tofu quantity, I'd accept that because the texture, the balance is not always right. No, Some I people prepare tofu. it wrong. The texture in the to- in the in the te- oh the tofu texture in miso soup is often rancid, but that's the only part of miso soup I have a problem with. Tofu must be small. Yeah, but... Okay, I also... So, I worked in a Japanese restaurant. Here is how you make miso soup correctly. Okay. Um, Tofu, tiny little tofu. You you cut that block of tofu very, very small. Okay. And so, so it's almost like like close to a crumble. Okay. It's not not crumbly, but like that kind of size of a cube. Right, Um, You gotta be real careful with the seaweed. Because what, how all miso soup is, is made is it's dried seaweed, or at least at like a, like restaurant that is like the level that any restaurant we are going to is, um, it is like little dried seaweed that you put in and is hydrated by the soup. Um, that is why the seaweed is often like a little saltier because that's absorbing the broth. Um, but you got, if there's too much seaweed in there, soup ruined. I like seaweed in but, it, but so I'm going to be honest. No, I like the seaweed, and I like a lot of seaweed, but if there's too much seaweed, there's no broth. I guess. I guess I've just never had an overloaded miso before. Oh, people were so bad at my job with, like, they would just, like, really? big, like big fucking spoonfuls. And no. their tiny... Miso soup comes in a tiny little bowl. Yeah. Tiny little bowl. <laughs> That's my other problem with miso soup. Never enough. True. I like when they're free refills. Always too much. Miso soup not good. I'm sorry. You're wrong. I literally fucking hate you. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I have some important qualifying questions. Um, Twizzlers or red vines? Twizzlers. Okay, good. You're not completely lost. <laughs> um, oh, God, I have another one. Oh, thoughts on sweet potato fries. Oh, I love sweet potato Wrong! Fries. No, this is where no, you're a is, bitch. Yeah, this is where you're wrong. No. This is where you're wrong. Incorrect. Okay, thoughts on applesauce. Sweet... Uh, it really depends. It's disgusting. I'm like, I'm just not apt. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat plain <laughs> applesauce, but like I'm on Thanksgiving, speaking of Thanksgiving coming up, on Thanksgiving, I like applesauce with my Twinkie. I thought you said Twinkie? <laughs> Me yeah, too. but the, 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 for the turkey was just so far <laughs> off what the sound, the word okay, turkey apple makes. Applesauce with my Twinkie. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, well. I thought it was just applesauce with um with latkes, but that's a different holiday, so. They also have it with pork sometimes. It's good with pork. I have heard Word. that. Um, how are or you lamb ready? sometimes. You didn't get that far. How are you? Yeah. Oh, how am I? Oh, <laughs> yeah. how am I? We didn't get an episode out, out last week, and I'm very sorry for that, and that's how I am. Yeah. In almost three years of this podcast, yeah. I've never missed a week that we did not tell you we wouldn't be recording. And we barely even... We only did one season where we even skipped weeks. Yeah. yeah. The last time we skipped a week, we gave you a bonus episode. It just didn't happen. Because yeah. life is hell. So true, actually. <laughs> um, we were just... All three of us were in tech for... Yeah. Um, Ava and Neve worked on the same show. It was Oedipus. It was very good. Um <laughs> And I was in the first week of my two weeks of tech for the musical that I'm directing. Boom, boom, pow. And boom, boom, pow. <laughs> ting, tank, bunk. Ting, tank, bunk. Um, 
click. <laughs> but, oh, that one's good. How's the time? <laughs> um, tick, tick, boom, to clarify. <laughs> um, but literally, it was just a week where everything that could go wrong went wrong. And on the day that we even normally record, I wasn't even supposed to have tech, but I got my scenic designer got a concussion and I had to finish building our set myself. So that's just like a small snippet snippet of everything that I've been through in the past week. I'm very happy with where we are now, but it, which is why we're able to record today. But it almost killed me. Um, but we are seeing Black Panther Wakanda forever later, or Ava and I are, yeah. and I'm very, very excited for oh, that. You're on duty, right? I am. I'm sorry. No need to call me out like that. Neve has work. Neve <laughs> has work. Uh-huh. I cannot believe we spent almost 10 minutes talking about soup. I can. I, I think it's really actually, I actually can. I actually, I, you're right. I can it believe it for sure. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, wait. Before we get into this, I'm so sorry. Lin-Manuel Miranda is in <gasps> Lin-Manuel Miranda. So I, I oh. heard. And it's it is fucking In a hilarious. major role. <laughs> in like a so major upset. role. Oh my God. So funny. And Mi- I've just seen so many funny tweets that are like, so Hamilton doesn't exist in the real <laughs> 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 Because True. he would have to be. What a world or maybe I like even better that Hamilton was written by Hermes. Why would he? Please. Why would he write that? Alexander Very Hermes. funny. Um. Hermes. Yeah. Period. Very funny. Um. Okay. Ava, you have to summarize. You Are will be ready songs, to. Uh, nope. Summary always comes first. Oh. Nice try. Ready. <laughs> three, two, one, go. Okay. So basically, what happened was Jason had to. There was a god, and he had to like pull some wind fuckers to Malta, um, and that he did. Um, he spent a lot of time talking about it before he did it, though. Um, he really did. I know. And then he came back, and he was like, "God, I forgot how much I was in love with Piper." Um, and then he was like, "I can see our life together." Um, and I was like, okay. Um, and then afterward, um, Coach Hedge was kind of funny. And then they could, like, see the doors of death. Oh, also Leo came back. And he's, like, being really weird. And we were like, mm, it's because of Calypso or something like that. Um, and, but he's like, I'll talk about that later. But he's being really fucking weird. And we're like, what hap- what's gotten into him? Um, and then, yeah, they saw a glow. And it's the doors of death. And it has to be It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. I also realized I didn't even introduce the episode. Oh, <laughs> but um, we were so sidetracked by soup. Uh, welcome back to Return to Camp Half Blood. This week we'll be discussing, uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, um, the House of Hades. What was it? we came up with? An, oh, the Holidays of Hades, <laughs> um, chapters fifty-seven through sixty, through the theme of control. Um, it is quite crazy how long we've been reading this book at this point for a long time we've gone through like we've gone through summer fall and we're almost into winter it snowed today. it snowed today it did snow today well like like mostly sleeted yeah it didn't sweat i was i was i knew you were gonna take that into some bad place and there was no <laughs> there was no good option for the past tense of that word you still didn't use the worst option. No, I didn't. I said slut. But what it was, was so slut. Slut. No. Oh. I was thinking an I sound was what I thought you were Ooh. gonna say. No, that's so fundamentally it's, different. 
no. You're still trying to figure it out, huh? <laughs> I, don't I don't know why. It's like not even a bad word. It just no, feels. It's, just, no. it's it's a word similar to like the M word. Yeah. No, I knew what you were saying, and I just don't see how you got there. Sleeted. I would. That would be I that. Would, that would just be like that's what comes to my head if you're thinking what the past sense of that word. Would I think be. of slut. Like S L E T. I thought of S L I T. Well, word. Um, and I I don't know why that word is so awful. It is. Yeah, it feels really. Demeaning. And it, yeah, weird. So weird, huh? Etymology. I'm thinking about that word too much now. (laughs) Um, songs. Oh, music, music. I have um. This was funny because it's about weather. Um, it's. Have you ever seen the rain by Creedence Clearwater Revival? Um, and I think it's funny. Because it's like, have you ever seen the rain? Yeah. He's the fucking son of Zeus, and he's like bringing weather spirits to Malta. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Neve. Mine is Pressure by the 1975. Not my favorite 1975 song, can't lie. Um, pushing down on me, pushing down on you. The lyrics are like more deep than the 1975 normally goes with their songwriting. Love them to death, but they they normally have some pretty surface level bangers. But this one isn't, and it's good. Um. This is also just the wrong song, too. <laughs> it really is, but it's okay. Yeah. Under Pressure. Um, what if that was my song? My, the, my song like, was Under Pressure. Now that you say it. Um, no, mine is Carry On, Wayward Son. It just, uh, it just has the vibe. Okay, I love this song. People associate it no, with Supernatural. No, I like this song, oh. too. Why would you give this song to, to Jason? Jason? Because this is the vibe as the f- fiery wind horses are racing them across the water. Ooh. It That's gives carry on the Um, I feel like I have to have used this song before at some point though. Yeah. We had to rest. Don't you cry no more. Truly the most narrow ooh vowel you could possibly do right there. Is that a better vowel for guitar? Guitar is the hardest um, instrument yeah. to do a cappella. I think that was As good. someone who's currently arranging Brayden Sr.'s song of a guitar a cappella song, it is tough. I have no idea how to, what to tell people to say. I think that's how to like guitar. Just do. You, you really have to like do the like the... You know, like a... <laughs> I watched that wide. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we are losing our mind. You sound like a banjo. <laughs> it was a little. It was acoustic. It was <laughs> not electric for sure. Giving bluegrass. 
I love bluegrass. I don't even know what's next in our episode. I got I really lost myself. Is it what? my favorite oh, moments? Um, it is favorite moments, but um, I we have a voice message, and I want to listen to it now before yeah. we forget. Yeah, yay! I love a voice message. It does. It is. It is less thinking than we've been doing. Yeah. It is it's more to the point. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like overall pronunciation of Greek and Roman shit is just really like you never know. I yeah. You never know. And I mean, the thing is, there actually it. are people who know the people who speak Greek. <laughs> different dialects and different regions that is true that is and true. you have different like translations of things so yeah. it's like you can be like yeah I have information to back this up and then someone else from somewhere else can be like I have something to back it up too fuck off I am certain and there is a correct way to pronounce it in English though we just aren't looking into it maybe yeah. who knows in regards to my name my name is in Gaelic which is the Irish language originally um and uh it's pronounced Neve. Like, if, as if it were spelled N-E-E-V. I feel like I probably... I don't know if I've ever cleared this up. <laughs> so maybe now is a good time to clear up five... Like, a million seasons in. Let me tell you what my name actually is pronounced as. <laughs> but and I think the confusion comes from... We call her Neem. Yes. As, will- if, as if you think, like, if my name was N-E-E-M. Because my name does have an M. But it has an M-H. And in Gaelic, M-H equals a V sound. But uh, my nickname is Neem, N-E-E-M. And my name is Neve, N-E-E-V, but actually spelled N-A-I-M-H. And <laughs> she has a third nickname as well, which would be that we've also used, which is Neft. <laughs> but I feel like that one is distinct on its own. <laughs> yeah, Neft is pretty. Yeah, and I uh, to clarify, Neft is the past tense of Neve. <laughs> because Neve, Neve, like leave. Uh, so the um, past tense of leave is left. So, so the past tense of Neve is Neff. So Neve Neft. Neve Neving Neff. <laughs> like the the progress. That one's pretty clear. I think that one. The, that's a distinctly different. I just like it. It's <laughs> so funny. Um, but I feel like people wouldn't really know. I remember Neem was a nickname. N e e m. For those, um, were a ni- was a nickname that uh, they used in a summer theater I went to, and when people would like when new people would join, like people would call me Neem, and they would just assume that my name was pronounced like an M, 
Um, because it's not a far jump, but my name is pronounced like a V in real life. Slay boots. So, there's your little Gaelic history lesson for the day. The other option is also Nimaha. Yes. I also like to sometimes hit her with a Niam. <laughs> Those are just various mispronunciations that I've gotten over the years, though. Like, I've really gotten some crazy interpretations from, like, substitute teachers and, like, people who um, have have to read my name off a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, the craziest one was Nyomha. <laughs> Um, That's but insane. just so many extra letters, so many extra letters, so many wrong interpretations, but, uh, so crazy. yeah, it's, it's been fun. My also, also like people get, if they meet me in person without having to read my name and just learn my name off, like hearing it and then have to read it or write it, I've gotten a lot of confusion. Like, uh, they, a lot of people would spell my name N I A P H. But, um, because, and that's a valiant, which is also incorrect. It's it's really wrong. It's a valiant effort because I understand they were like, oh, it's something funky and it ends in an H and PH makes a weird noise. So let me put that. But that's actually Neef and not Neve. And it's also not. I don't even know if it's Neef. I think it would be. Neef. Knife. Neef, I think. Yeah. It's actually very close to knife. It sounds like a sneeze. I think um, it might be nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, that's what really throws people off is that the name is not in English. So they don't really know what to do with that. Uh, so they just want to fit it into English, but it's not. It's also in Gaelic technically pronounced Neve, uh, but that's way too complicated for anyone to figure out here. So Neve <laughs> is good. <laughs> Slay. Well, now we know our- now you know. Oh, apparently you can spell your name with a P. <laughs> I think that's pronounced differently. And I, I am. Oh. That has the F sound at the end. <laughs> but it also has an M. Nyam. <laughs> well, there's a lot of random M's in game. That's a sneeze. Nyam. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like um, a, a sound that an elephant would make. Nyanth. Huh. Why is the example Alexander? Oh, it's an example of how to put something in. Nyanth. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Just random Alexander. Like. How do you, pro- <laughs> how do you p- pronounce N I A M H Alexander? Alexander. <laughs> start calling you Alexander. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I-, I always have like random things sent to me of like. Especially when BuzzFeed was big and BuzzFeed was like, like just churning out random things for people to watch. I remember when they would do like, like names from different countries videos. Cause we are in an oppressive work environment and just have to create content, um, for without any like, uh, guidelines on it. They would have like random Gaelic names and how you pronounce them. And like, everyone would send me that video and be like, your name's in here. I'm like, Whoa! Like, yeah. I, it's just, it's interesting that it's a novelty to people. <laughs> just, it's just my name. <laughs> I don't really see anything different about it. It's also, like, super popular in Ireland. Yeah. Like, everyone's, a lot of people are named even Ireland. Enough that, like, they're, it's on keychains and stuff. Like, whenever I go over there, I can get, like, the little name keychains. Or, yeah. like, bracelets with your name on it. Because a lot of people have that name. Slay. That's all. That's my, that's my little... dissertation on the pronunciation of my name that I feel like I actually don't think I ever did (laughs) 
So the final way to say it is, oh God, her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, I heard she doesn't like miso soup. Oh, stop! Don't fucking fuck you. <laughs> I literally actually stopped talking. All right, we're going to take a break and then we'll be back. It just happened. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we're back. Um, favorite moments? Um, I have one picked out already. I have made, none, so. It made me hee hee. Uh, it was the only part that I was like, speak on it, Jason. Every other part was not that. But um, it was the... Without Leo, none of them knew how to repair the ship. The more complicated parts of the ship, even with the help of Buford and the table of Festus, who was now permanently activated thanks to Piper's charm speak, and none of them understood that. T, what's happening? Why he's still alive? <laughs> I, I agree. I do, I do like that Rick was like, and I understand. It makes no sense. But we're all gonna embrace it. Slay. Yeah. To be honest, I hated these chapters. They were, they were, they threw in a plot line until, until Leo came, until we found Leo again, then it got interesting, which was literally the last chapter, but it threw in a plot line that I didn't even know we were debating. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. They were, it was just, I had no idea Jason was like warring with the Greek and Roman influence. When the fuck did that happen? Literally, like, it it said it like he had been, like, turmoiling over this for chapters. And I was like, girl, when did you even start considering that? I was like, this is so, such a cash grab at trying to make Jason good or relatable character at all. And it didn't work. I don't think it worked at zero. It worked zero percent. Yeah. I like I just oh, I, this is not even me just hating on Jason. I just like was so unenthused by these chapters. Like normally I'm like oh I'm so excited to read listen to my little chapters, but I was like I like could barely get through these. Yeah, it was weird. It was also just like and then we also jumped into like a middle of a plot too. Yeah. For like the first time ever in any of these books, we just like had a time skip exactly like we really just hopped into a a whole idea that like was never mentioned and it also like we've we've been the chapters before these were really good 
Like we've set up, we've come off like a, a set of like like the Annabeth chapters before this were good, the Leo chapters before this were good, and then it's like Jason doesn't know if he's Greek or Roman. I was like, who cares? Why does he care right now? Literally, the world's about to be destroyed. And he's like, which camp do I like better? Like, who cares? But the one thing Jason is sure of is that he's homophobic. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Yeah. That conversation with Nico made me so angry at Jason and at Rick. I was like, this is so poorly written. Yeah. This is like awful, actually. Jason one is like, just out yourself. <laughs> I don't see the problem. And then he's like, God, I wish I could be Nico. No one likes Nico and Nico's a loner and he doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere. Not, I wish I wish I didn't I wish anything. I didn't belong everywhere. Which is like it was like a fair even debate for Jason to have if it was a debate that was laid out in these books at all before Established. now. Um but like if you're gonna introduce it in the context of like him versus Nico, I was like actually kind of insulted by it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was kind of offensive, Rick. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was kind of gross. Yeah, I agree. It was very weird. Just a weird, weird set of chapter. I agree. I also think that whenever Jason has a pers- like set of chapters in which it is his perspective, they're always weirdly unnecessary. Yeah. Very forced. Yeah. Because... Like, clearly, he was like, oh, fuck, it's back to Jason's POV. What What's Jason going to do? Like, what am I going to have him to, like, do? And then they just, like, Rick just made a plot up out of nowhere. And then I didn't see at all the connection to the god that I can't pronounce that Jason talks to. Oh, yes. The wind man. The wind man. The wind man. What is the significance <clears throat> of the wind man being, like, you need to choose what's in your heart. It was like just know. sloppy. Yeah. It's like, and this book is so long, we didn't need it. Yeah. It felt like this book is starting to feel like this far into it that like Rick got too caught up in the having to alternate between uh, Earth and Tartarus. Yeah. That like he, like so, some of these like seven chapters are such filler chapters. Yeah. I honestly, this book could have just focused, we could have had just a book focusing on Percy and Annabeth. Yeah, and I agree. then like, a chapter at the beginning of Blood of Olympus that was like, and here's what the rest of them were doing. Because <laughs> it was nothing important. Uh, we'll have a break for the Leo Calypso thing. I like Le- yeah, I like the Leo Calypso thing and I like um, the Hazel stuff, but Remarkably, Hazel has done nothing since the first chapter. In the first like chapters, where she, we're like, "Oh, this is going to be the journey that Hazel's on for the book," and yeah. then it doesn't manifest until the end of this book. We don't get to see any of her growth or development. Yeah. It's it's pretty sloppy writing. I don't know why I'm like angry about it. But, like pretty sloppy writing. I'm just mostly I'm really angry about the Nico stuff. I forgot yeah. how bad it it's- is. It is garbage, and just the way that he like describes Nico is so like we've already been over the like 
like he oh my god he's a loner I wish I was a loner but then he's like just constantly like making fun of how pale he is and like like be like he's so fucking mean and I'm like how though like he literally barely speaks to you and he's bringing up very valid points and he's like I wouldn't like I think we I'm so glad that I have to go talk to this god right now because I wouldn't have to I wouldn't want to deal with what Nico's it's like girl what was he gonna do to you yeah so weird if I knew it's very much I'm to transition to kind of to our our theme of control it's like thinking about who's in control of a narrative um, and like I've been thinking about to talk again about the show I'm directing I've been thinking about that a lot in the way of like telling a story about so like Jonathan Larson it's an autobiographical musical it's about Jonathan Larson who's a straight white man who is friends with a lot of queer people and people of color because of like just like the that community he was around so wrote things like rent yeah and so when it's this was an argument when the Andrew Garfield and Manuel Miranda movie came out people were like well it's centering a straight white man in a story about I believe I do believe rent does that I actually kind of I'm not a, the biggest fan of rent yeah um, but like I don't think that's a good argument for something like Tick, Tick, Boom because it is an autobiographical musical. It's yeah. not It's not about Michael, who's his gay best friend. It's not about his, yeah, his girlfriend. Totally. Um, who, like, so... It is di- diversity included in a story, but it's not like... It's okay if these scenes center around how John feels about it because I promise this relates back um, <laughs> how John feels about it because it is it is his story right like he's not, he's not trying to tell someone else's story right? yeah it's like the uh, the author literally telling and when like when it comes to rent like that's biggest people's biggest critique about it is like yes people understand Mark to be a self-insert of Jonathan Larson and, like, how Jonathan Larson viewed himself in the the communities he was in. But it's not him. And none of the things that happened in Red actually happened to Jonathan Larson. Mm, some of them well, did. Well, some of them did. But, like, it's... it's His understood. girlfriend did leave him for a woman, and that is clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, his... It's not a clear self-insert. So he's still writing a, like, realistic fiction story about... That's supposed to be centering all of these all of these diverse things, but are really talking about Mark, who isn't him, is just a straight white man character in the middle of all this. But I would say he as a character does, his internal struggle is how to tell these stories. Oh, yeah. And so... Rent is such a complicated show. It I is. Can, I could have a separate podcast talking about what my real thoughts on Rent are. I th- yeah, I think you have to direct it very carefully. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think the music is here. incredible, though. I yeah. Agree. Yeah, um, it's so good. But to relate that back, this is, and this is this is the problem with Jason as a character, is Jason as a character thinks it's doing that. Yeah. Jason is it is something that Percy excels at much more than Jason is the way that in when Jason is in the POV position, he is a straight white man. I mean, he always is a straight white man. <laughs> even when he's not he's not in the POV uh, character. But the 
the way that he interacts with the other characters is in service of his own story. Yep. In a way that's not, it's not a like acknowledging that like, this is how this affects me. It's not like in Take Take Boom when John sends out his best friend has AIDS, how he feels about his best friend dying. It's like when Jason finds out that Nico is gay, he's like, wow, Nico's struggle is like so like in comparing it to his own struggles is very different. It's not about how like how Nico coming out has made him like question how he perceives people. Right. It's about like, uh, Nico had this struggle and that's why this struggle is like mine. Yeah. And And it's also like why that struggle is like easier. How his struggle compares exactly to Jason's internal struggle that until these chapters we had no idea he was even having. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not even, yeah, cause it's not even like it's a parallel thing even. It's just like no. Nico does have something he's dealing with. Right. And like, ugh. <laughs> Any other thoughts about control? I don't think so, honestly. I yeah. Think, like, uh, I don't know. It's the the internal struggle that Jason goes on in these chapters are very shallow. Very shallow because it's just it doesn't matter at all to what we're like faced up against. No, yeah, it, it feels very out of place. I agree with that. And like they mention it a little bit while he's like deciding like am I Greek or Roman like what camp would I want to go home to if there even is a camp to go back to after all this it's like yeah good fucking point so why are you thinking about it like that is like why is this on your mind yeah and it's like does it matter no and and it feels very different from Percy having that struggle yeah because the way Percy has talked about it is like Camp Jupiter is presenting Percy with an option of a future that he didn't think existed. Yeah. He sees New Rome and is like, I didn't think about what it might mean to live past 18. Right. Yeah. He wasn't sure if he would live past 18. That is a completely different struggle. His struggle is like dealing with like that he actually might be able to grow up. And, like, he's coming to terms with, like, surviving. Yeah. And Jason is just, like, but like Greek or Rome. It's, like... It's, Where do it, I feel more at home? Like, girl, who cares? It's, like, I have so many... It's, like, it's like when... Like, it gives... I got into Harvard and Yale, and I just... I can't really decide which. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, like... Where it's, like, yeah. Like, that is something you have to deal with. But, like, come on. Right. Like yeah. with everything else that's going on, I'm like this. The calm down. Also, Rick wrote this to imply that, like, with the like talking about Nico's troubles and be like, I wish I wasn't like he's not tethered anywhere and I'm tethered multiple places and yeah. like, like expanding on the idea that Jason doesn't have control of his own decisions, as if true. Like, it's like best you really do. Like. It really just doesn't matter because he's like, if I don't go back to New Rome, then maybe Octavian takes over everything and he's the, like, he becomes the, like, it's like, no, there's Reyna. And also, like, who 
it's so low stakes in comparison to everything that's happening right now, but also, like, like you were saying, in comparison to, like, how other characters like Percy have dealt with the Roman, like, versus Greek debate. This is literally... And also, like, it was so clear that Rick had no idea how to, like, make it look like Camp Half-Blood would be better other than to yeah. just be like, I felt more at home there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's because, yeah. like, really Percy's is like, Percy's is like Camp Half-Blood is somewhere, like, that I've grown up and, like, that I've had a really emotional connection to, but this new Rome offers me a life that I thought I'd never get to have. Right. And how do you then make Camp Half-Blood a place where people are, like, expecting to not make it to their 20s better yeah. <laughs> in comparison yeah. other than just having Jason be like, I felt more... And, like, it's there. more fun. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, like, <laughs> like it's just... It just different. It's different. It's, like... It's just not the same at all. It's... It, the thing about it, too, is, like... One, I stopped telling stories about straight white men, but this is not to say that you can't in, like, Percy, well, well, like, Percy's story is interesting. Yeah. Jason's isn't. It's boring. And, like, part of that is a symptom of being a straight white man. (laughs) And it's, like, and giving him nothing else. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the truth. It's just, I don't know. I read it and I was like, this has kind of been very poor taste. Exactly. It's just like, it's uh, the what it does to Nico is really what it bo- what bothers me the most about I, it, too. I agree yeah. Alright, sass moments. I just love the last line. He's like, <laughs> yeah, it was or, good. He's like, come on, boys and girls, like, <laughs> Uncle Leo or whatever. And I was like, Uncle, what the fuck does that mean? That was very funny. He referred to himself as Uncle Leo. Um, I thought that was silly and also goofy. Um, let me find it. Mine was a Leo thing, too. Leo is funny. He is funny. Normalize it. Um. Oh, here it is. Ships to fix, Leo said. Festus to check. Earth goddesses to punch in the face. What are we waiting for? Leo's back. He is funny. He is funny. That was mine too. I was trying to find it. <laughs> I do really like Leo. I don't know. I always have. And I was really scared that I wouldn't anymore because people were like, there was all that tea about like, or I don't know. I just, I hadn't read it, but people were like, no, like Leo sucks and is the worst. And like, you're going to stop liking him. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I didn't. <laughs> Yeah. Like, he's yeah. just funny. And, like, he just tries and isn't always written amazingly. But, like, I think readers have ownership over characters in a more, like, metaphorical way. Yeah, the trouble yeah. Leo runs into is that he is most often... Now we're getting, like, more development for him. Yeah. But he is most often in the past than the comic relief because he's, like, the odd one out who, like, doesn't have a... Co- you know, and so, then when he's yeah. given a plot, it's, like bad yeah. yeah but and because he's always the comic relief it's like humor of the time that rick thought was okay to say right yeah that right. it's like inappropriate and not funny anymore uh yeah. that leo just ends up being the one who has to deliver that yeah, yeah i agree with that but in general like, he's a real one offering 
Calypso. That's smart. She's just like, I love her. She's a real one. I, um, I don't know why I said real one. Mine is Piper because she deals with a lot. Piper. Yeah, that's fair. I feel bad for her. What's going on? Too. Girly, why are you doing this to yourself? Girly, why are you doing so this to yourself? Ooh, wait, I forgot to mention that they uh, they confirm that Piper's cornucopia looks like a, a machine gun. In Word. So it's like true. such a minor like point, but it's like he she started carrying a new weapon because like it looks a lot less intimidating than an assault rifle. And I was like, oh my god, confirmation that this cornucopia Ooh, is basically like a an assault gun. rifle. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's so cool. Um. I'm voting off Rick. True. But some people also please vote off Jason. I'll vote off Jason. I'll vote off Jason too. He's annoying. <sighs> Alright. That is all for this week. Join us next week where we will be discussing Chapters 61 through 64 through the theme of Perseverance. <laughs> said perseverance like you've never read it before make sure to follow us on social media we are at return to camp on every platform that matters and we also have a coffee account at a red local store and a website www.returntocamp.com <laughs> <Stop>. store <laughs> <laughs> see you next week